Hello ladies and gents, welcome to the show. I don't normally start, I'm, you're with Adrianosaurus, the coach of Rapatarama, that's how I start it. Uh, <laughs> um, how are we all? I hope you're well. Uh, we're here, it's an exciting time for us all, it's the second buy, two big buys of the year. Um, you know, if you play your buys correctly, it can really help your season, uh, you know, and I'm someone like me, I'm in 300th or something like that, and, and if I play these buys well... I can catapult myself up nicely into, you know, that really entrenched, hopefully, in the top 100 to finish the year. Trades are becoming important because we are trying to set up our team so that the people that we bring in now are people that we might get as an extra number for the round 17, but we might want to be holding them for the rest of the year. And I always recommend that to people. Unless you're flush with trades, a lot of these guys that you bring in um, this week you, in my opinion, you, you've got to answer that question, can I hold them for the rest of the year? Uh, people are saying, you know, I'll grab um, Edric Lee. He's a, he's a number for this week, I'll, I'll grant you. Um, and he's probably going to make some good money as well, but I don't know if I'm ticking that third box that he's someone I'm happy to run home with for the rest of the year. If you've got the trades that you can move him on again when he's made that money into someone that you do want, or maybe it's tall or something to finish the year, that's fine. But the key word is trades. Um, look, we had some uh, te- we've had some teams drop. There's good news, bad news, all sorts of news. It all started when we got the Origin teams. In my opinion, it worked out well, not perfectly well, because a lot of us own Talakai, a lot of us own Hines. I was sweating on those. I was petrified that Hines was going to be the 18th man and he's not even playing at Origin, but we lose him from our teams. Luckily for us Hines owners, Whiten missed the 17, so he's the 18th man and Hines is free to play, which we really, really want. Um, I wasn't expecting Talakai to survive just quietly, but he has. He hasn't been really setting the world alight, um, but he would have been a handy number. He's sort of 60 average, isn't he? And he's been sort of doing that in recent times, but he's obviously held his spot. Um, we knew the, those things to start, didn't we? Um, so there's, we've probably lost one player that we were hoping for. A perfect world would have been both of them, but we got one and I think it was the better one. Um, we'll go through the teams. I'll talk about the ins and the outs. I'm also going to mention some of the players that are options for this round, some of the expensive players that I like, some of the mids that, well, I mean, I like them. You know, they, they are options uh, and, and the cheapies that are available and I'll tell you if I like them as well. I'll also mention some of the ones that I'm a little, well, not you know, not so fussed on. Um, and you can take or leave it how, however you like because you may not agree with me, um, you know, and and I'll mention them and you can you can decide for yourself. Um, we'll talk about um, my numbers, how many I'm going in for this round um, and who my trades are for this week. We'll also just take a quick look at the most uh, sold and bought players and I'll give my opinion on that. Um, let's kick it off with the Sharks versus the Storm. Um, look, the Sharks are pretty settled. It is Talakai out uh, and Tracy, who's a very competent centre, played there all year last year, comes in to the centres, um, which is good. You know, you say, is this a great matchup for Sharks? Well, I think it's a pretty good matchup. You know that Storm team uh, loses a few players for Origin, I think though they still will. There won't be a pushover, you know. So um, would you? I think Nico Hines is a great VC. You got a free hit at a, a VC, but because it's Melbourne, and I think the most popular player is going to be Paps. I, I don't know Nico Hines or Paps. Uh, after what Paps did last week in that seven-minute stretch, <laughs> I mean it's hard to um, it's hard to go against him. But you know they're both capable of big sto- big scores. Um, Anyway, so that's the changes to the Sharks. Over to the Storm. Um, it didn't really work with Nicarima in the halves. So Meany's gone to, into the halves. I think that's what they're going to stick with. He was no good, Nicarima. I mean, they, they weren't very good them or as a team last week, uh, the Melbourne Storm. But I think um, Meany might just stay in that six this week. Eremiah goes to the wing. Um, as I said, Meany's into the 5'8". And uh, Nico's going to go out to the 18th man. Anderson survives. Now, in one of the chat groups I was in, there was a suggestion that maybe uh, 
you know, they go bring in from 18th man Nico and he goes back to the halves and Meany goes back to the wing. Uh, and then Anderson could miss. Well, so what? He's not going to, most likely, he's not going to be someone you're relying on for huge shoe scoring. Or you'd hope for a, you know, in his first two games, he was good. <laughs> so you'd hope for 50 if you can manage it. Um, but, you know, he's going to be enough. And that's why we brought him in. We, we made the trade because we were hoping he'd just be, be in this team. And I think he will be. Um, so he's in there. Um, what else have we got? Cheese is obviously going to cover Grant in the hooker spot. Josh King. Um, look, a lot of us was limping out. I don't own him, but a lot of the owners were seeing his minutes reduce and he was back to the bench. What a nice treat in teams for you. If you held on, um, you know, he started to lose money, but you're going to get him in lock this week if you haven't been able to move him on and you just sort of hobbled your way through. In the case of me, I've got Randall, and of course, friggin' Braley's back this week. So instead of an 80-minute Randall, I'm going to get probably a 40, 40, you know, 40 minutes each split if I'm lucky. So it's a real, I mean, I just needed it. I needed Braley one more week before he came back and I could have moved Randall on next week to Harry Grant. But, you know, in this case, if you were limping your way with Josh King, um, you, uh, you know, what a treat. Um, Cause he scores. Okay. You probably get 60 points out of him this week. Um, Nelson is going to go into the prop. Uh, he's at a reasonable price. And I think some people, you know, like I said about um, Edric, are you thinking of that as a play, short-term play and a cash grab? I don't know if I'm up for that. Um, you know, uh, if you if you want to, if you if you're still looking to generate cash, you could do it. I think he'll score okay this week. Um, but for me, I, I'm not in a world where I'm making. I mean, see, to me that seems like a very. Uh, how much is the money going to be? You know, I that you're going to make. I, I just, I'm not making any low percentage plays or mid percentage. That's probably mid percentage play in my opinion. So I'm just going to steer clear, but some people are going to do it. Um, Kamikamika, uh, Wishart, uh, and Grant are going to take up a spot on the bench and McDonald for the Melbourne storm. Um, over to the Knights versus the bunnies. Braley, good on you, mate. Coming back and not my Randall, um, but he's on the bench. So look, hopefully they just give him, 20 minutes. I don't know. He, or, you know, hopefully they play Randall at lock. Give him, I hope Randall plays 60 minutes. I need, I need some, I need him. It's just so unfortunate for us Randall people because Randall's been pretty good. He just gets his BE and he keeps on bubbling away as a slow burn. And he, we just needed that one more week out of him. But it is nice from an NRL point of view to see Braley back in the team. Um, Best is back. He's going to cover Gagai, who's obviously survived in origin. And Hoy uh, is in the fullback, obviously, for Ponga. He was there last week as well. I thought he was pretty good. Um, Sasagi is out of the team, uh, obviously, because Braley comes back in and he's on the bench. Uh, for the Bunnies, absolutely devo news for people. Um, that it looked like a rough shot to the face last week for poor old Campbell Graham. And it looks like he's got the busted cheekbone. He's going to be six to eight weeks. That makes him an auto sell. Um, it's a pity because and, and, and imagine if you were someone who owned Talakai, you know, and Graham, you've got two players in there that have, you know, you lose from your round 17. It's a pain in the bum. Um, but it's that's probably one of the big shockers for this week. Um, it's going to be Tane Milne that comes into the centres. Obviously, Arrow, Murray, Cook are out for origin. It's going to be Saliva Havili that takes the nine. Nichols is going to come in at lock. And big shock, I guess, for me uh, in the round is you've, we've got a beautiful, cheapy Nuff who's going to play good minutes, obviously, this round. Uh, and then just recede off into the de- into the night. Um, Jed Cartwright, um, fantastic. I think he's perfect. We were hoping to get one of these ones for this round. We we're hoping to get a cheapie that we can pick that's going to score okay. We've so we can see one in there for the Broncos as well, um, who's named to start, which is which is good. So he's going to come in and start in the second row forward. Sele was injured with a heavy last week, um, so the bench is going to be taken up by Nikarima. Taff, Cheekham, and Moali. So a couple of small guys on the bench there. Um, no peoples. Um, people were hoping that it was going to be peoples that jagged the second row spot. If if you couldn't get the second row spot, um, that he'd get a bench spot, but he's completely out of the team. So that's unfortunate. You lose a, um, a peoples. Uh, let's go over to the Tigers. Uh, Tamo is back. So Seafarth drops out. Pole, he survives. Uh, on the bench, 
Um, what have we got? Dewey is into the centres. James Roberts is out. Um, Matabua is on the bench, and so is Little uh, in onto the bench um, for the Tigers. I mean, what's going on with Dewey? I mean, he's the best 5'8 there, and you've got to make the decision and get him in that spot. Maybe they want him to have a few weeks to get his legs behind him. I don't know, but it's just an absolute waste, I think, having him in the centres. Uh, over to the um, Eels. Uh, where do we go? The Eels. Neocore is going to go into prop for Paulo. Uh, and big news from... Well, Matto owners. He's in. He's been named. Hopefully he's not a late omission, um, but he's a real quality player, averaging 70 plus this year. Um, look, you know, he's a, got a rib injury. So, you know, a, a player that's gone under the radar in Sean Lane is actually getting the best minutes. He's, he's getting, well, the last five weeks, he's been getting 80 minutes and scoring very well. He's got a nice combination with Dylan Brown. Do you think that maybe in your yin, you know, you, you, you yang to the yin and you grab yourself um, a lane instead? I mean, I, I'm not. I'm certainly not going to say to people, um, don't buy Maddo. I think Maddo answers all the boxes, you know, that you want. He's a, a number that, uh, that you want. He's a quality player who's going to score well this round and you can hold him for the rest of the year. I've had Maddo for quite a while, a good while, um, and I've been very happy with him. Obviously, you know, the injury is probably his biggest um, worry this week. You know, is he going to play the full game or 50, 60 minutes? He may not get the minutes this week if he's, you know, got that rib uh, problem. Um, Gutho owners, he's going to be released from the Origin team. They've confirmed, so he will be available for them this round. Uh, On to the Broncos. Uh, we've got some changes. You've got Capewell, Carrigan, Cobbo, uh, Flegler out on origin duties, and you've got Tamari uh, and Jensen injured, uh, as well as Haas, who's obviously was going to be origin, but he's out for a couple of games because he's re-aggravated those shoulders. So, Tessie New is going to go into fullback. Pereira is going to go to the wing. Palasia and J- Ryan James are going to be the starting props. A big surprise um, is Hosking... Uh, into the second row, um, which I've I've not heard a lot about him, um, but he's cheap as chips, and I guess he's in the same ilk as uh, you know the old Jed Cartwright from the Rabbitohs. I probably prefer Jed simply because um, I like the opposition, the Tigers. It's a pretty good matchup for them. So, um, but they're going to both f- fill the bill. They're going to play this week and they're probably going to drop out of those teams and be enough, you know, which is what you want. You don't want them there on a bench getting 15 minutes and scoring nine points because they're an AE nightmare. Uh, And I think both of these guys will play this week. They'll hopefully get good minutes and they'll then drop out of your team uh, from then on. Um, So, yeah, it's going to be Hetherington that uh, takes over in lock as well. Um, Pakes and Gamble on the bench. That's odd to me. Um, you know, we're obviously holding Mam. You know, I th- for me, I, I just don't see any point. I want to move Mam on. Probably I'm going to use, I'm going to bring Hines back up from fullback where I've got him. He's going to become Teddy, obviously, Mam. Um, and I don't, I'm, I'm not going to do a Latrell this week. Uh, and I'm not going to trade Mam this week. But it is a little concerning that Pitch Pakes and... Um, and uh, gamble on the bench. Yeah, anyway, they're, maybe they're covering for A-Ray. Uh, anyway, uh, over to the St. George team. Hunter's out on origin. Sullivan's going to come into the halfback spot. Uh, and Mac Fingai has been named. I know he was hobbling in that last week's game, but he's um, been named to start. Now, the big blows, I guess, from the round, if we put it in, um, you know, short terms is people's obviously we were people bought people's a while ago and they've it was didn't work out for you because I'm, you would have liked him to to reappear this week but it hasn't happened um look jed that surprised me big time um obviously we know graham uh with the injury is a, is a blow for people talakai obviously making origin is a blow um hosking is a surprise as well um because i've not heard of him and i didn't expect that he'd be the one that came in but they decimated the old broncos so they needed him in um, you know, uh, my trades this week, I'm not going to, I'm going with the crowd. I'm sure when I go and look at bought, sold and bought, um, perhaps will be the number one uh, traded in player this week. There are a few, um, you know, Heinz is 
top, you know, top notch in the halfback position or, and, and probably up near the top in the fullback position as well. But you've got yourself a couple of good halves, top tier halves, uh, and you've got a couple of top tier fullbacks. Um, and I'm going to be grabbing paps uh, this week. I'm going to be grabbing paps. I think I'm going to take a little flutter on Sean Lane. Um, look, he's getting 80 minutes. I like the combination with Brown. He is probably a little expensive, but I don't want to grab... Um, you know, I've already got Barnett, who's a mini that's got minutes concerns. Cole Olmatungi is another one who's a better, you know, cheaper price that I, I worry about how they're going. And, and he's not, he's relying on attack a little bit. He's going okay. But I just, I think that Lane is, you know, you look at, looking at his scores, he's scoring very well. I really like him as a number this week. I think uh, you know, the matchup is good. And I, I can really see him getting a 70-80 this week, which would be really handy by team. And, and I answer that question, I think I can ha- hold him for the rest of the year as a third or fourth second row forward quite comfortably. Um, so I'm going to be bringing in them, and I will probably go with Jed Cartwright. He's perfect. I like the matchup against the Tigers. He's not a bad old footballer. You know, he comes from good ilk, uh, and I think it's perfect. He's a gift. I was hoping to get one in this round, um, and I'm going to get. I'm going to grab him because obviously I can't bring in three premium priced players. Pat costs a pretty penny over 900k and Lane is over 600k. Um, so Jed is perfect. I'm going to bring him in. My cells are going to be Karaz. He's you know, done his job. He's made his money. Wasn't a great score last week. And obviously, you've got to start sacrificing other players. I, I've been able to hold um, Targo this uh, week, which I thought he could have been on the chopping block. Talakai missing origin. I know the Sharks have a really soft draw home. They've got a couple of hard games, but I'm going to sell Telekai as well. Um, I was relying on him. I was, I was holding him solely for this round, and I think he's perfectly fine to hold for the rest of the year. He's scoring okay, um, but, you know, essentially, uh, he's, Targo's doing the same thing, and he's in that, that Penrith Panthers team, um, so I'm going to move on. Uh, I'm going to move on Talakai. Um, I'm going to sell Talakai, Kula, and Karaz to bring in my lane, Paps and Jed Cartwright. Um, let's have a look at the most bought and sold. And I'll give you my opinions on that. The most traded out players of the week. I'll tell you if I like it, if I don't like it. Um, number one on the list is Jacob Caraz. 11.3 people selling him. That's perfectly fine. He's made $286,000. He's been sensational. Tick under 500K. He's, it's, you could... Hold him if you want, but he's not somebody, he's not like a, a Taylor May. Taylor May with the ceiling and in that team, you want to try your best to hold him for the rest of the year. He's he's sort of looking like a keeper, whereas Carraz, I don't think, looks quite like a keeper and he's perfectly fine to move on. Number two on the list is Payne Haas. He's only worth $482,000 now. That's crazy. Um, but look, I mean, the re-injuring, uh, the, you know, he's done both shoulders. He had the ankle, you know, he's banged up and we're not seeing the scores from him that you want. I guess people have probably held on this long, you know, with great hope that, you know, he was going to come back and you'd get him and he would get back up to 65 average. The last... Uh, three rounds, the average is 50, 46. <laughs> the last five-round average has been 52. So um, you move him on. He's not the pain has that we know and love. He's banged up and he's no good. That's why he's 482K. I don't know what you're doing in that front row, but we'll have a look at the trade-ins. But he's definitely a trade-out, in my opinion, um, Payne has Two more games, they say. He's going to he's gonna miss, obviously, this one and next one. Campbell Graham, I'm sure that that number will probably jump a little bit more. Um, he is 4.4%. It's a real blow away because... That's just a number now that you had counted on. So people who thought they were going to go in with 13 this week are probably going to go in with 12, you know, and uh, you're going to move him on probably to another round 17 person. He's got really good value. You could go to AJ, who's been, you know, I mentioned that on my last pod, four out of his last six scores have been tons. Or you get a Mulatalo or Katoa, you've got lots of options to go there. Um, you know, if you've got the right uh, jewels, you could bring in Latrell, who started like a, a champion last week. Um, when he came back as well. Um, number four on the list is Angus Crichton. Last week he was crook and he got a sin bin. Uh, look, he's worth 550k 
okay. Look, I think it's okay to move him on. You've got to sell some people, and I just don't think that Angus is having as good a year as he has had in the past. Obviously, the Chooks are warming up, I think, but they haven't been as good as they could be for most of the year. And I think that he's not scoring as many tries this year. Um, you know, the three-round average is 48, you know, which is – it hasn't been good. You know, the five-round average, 62, is not – Gun, not premium gun. 70-plus in the second row is gun, and, and I just don't think Angus is a gun this year, unfortunately, for Supercoach. So I agree with that one. Um, moving on, I've, I've zoomed out, and I can't see anything. Oh, yeah, James Tedesco. Now, this is one I do not agree with. Um, all the ones above, you get my seal of approval. I'm going to be looking at bringing in James Tedesco after Origin. <laughs> yeah, I want to finish the year with Paps and, and Teddy. I don't know what are people selling him. Well, look at this traded in to Latrell, or you're moving him on to Paps. I think Paps is a must-have, but who is your other fullback? You know, I, I can understand that people are saying, "Well, I'll sacrifice Tedesco." Maybe you got Hines in fullback. You, you and you what? You have to get Paps. You know, and you're not going to sell Hines. So people are selling Tedesco. I want Tedesco. I just think it's weird when I see somebody on the list of sold who's somebody I'm a week away from wanting to buy. Um, and Teddy's been good this year, I think. Um, some people I've been talking to in chat groups are saying, well, I'm not going to go Teddy. I'm going to bring in Latrell. He's an extra, I get an extra round out of him. He's a, uh, you know, a pretty much a gun fullback. Uh, and he'll, you know, they think he'll average the same as Teddy um, for the rest of the year. I, I, I prefer the, Oh, what's the, what, the crown that Teddy wears for being such a gun super coach player. And I really like the the last game, even though they lost and got robbed by the referee. I, I thought that the Chooks looked much better. I like Joey Mano at six um, as well. So I, I, I just want to bring in Teddy for the run home. He, I think he's got a better ceiling, personally. That's my opinion uh, on him. The last three weeks hasn't been as good. And, and that's probably why people are saying, all right, I need to get Paps and I can sacrifice Teddy. Um, you know, his last three rounds. Is a 57.7 average, which is unheard of for Teddy. But look, the five-run average is 76.8, and that's perfectly fine by my view. Their run home, I, I like the run home. You know, he's if he does make it for round 18, he'll have St. George. Then he's got Newcastle, Manly, Broncos, North Queensland. It will be a hard one, of course. West Tigers, Melbourne's going to be a hard one. And then Souths, which is, you know, probably an equal one. I like the draw home. I'm going to, I'm not going to stuff around with too many trades in fullback. Now I'm going to get Paps this week. Um, and then I'm going to sell man, you know, and I'm going to bring in Teddy. And that's my only trade now that I'm going to do in the fullback position for the run home. But I know people are interested in Latrell and, and some people would be sacrificing him for Paps if you were a Heinz fullback person, I imagine. But I just, you know, I want Teddy. So I don't think it's easy to sell. Um, number six on the list is Max King. Um, look, Max King's been really good this year. Um, and I'm happy to hold him as my third front rower. But he's certainly not somebody that is a must hold. Um, look, his three-round average is 65. His five-round average is 63. And to me, that's better than... You know, Lolo. You know, he, he's he's going absolute gangbusters. His last five games, 63, 55, 72, 68, 57. He started as a cheapie, and I can take those scores in the front row. So I'm just not going to trade in the front row for the rest of the year unless I have to. Um, but people are making moves this week to bring in round 17 numbers, and he's not a round 17 number. And thankfully, none of these people on the list, apart from Campbell Grabe, who's injured, are round 17 or you know players that would be available uh, ordinarily. So, look, I, I get it. I get it. Um, number seven on the list is Joseph Suwali. I said that he was – I couldn't believe that people were bringing him in last week. I think it was a bit of chasing points. 472,000 um, he's worth. Um, look, you know, he's three-round average 65. The five-round average 52. He, he did score well a couple of rounds ago. It was 101. But the, the ones before that were a 25, a 20, a 45, a 59. And then everyone saw the 101 and then, uh, I mean, it wasn't everyone, but people were bringing him in and you got a 36. So people are moving him on. I think he's perfectly sellable in my opinion. Although he does, he can jag a try. And if those chooks warm up, which I think they are going to do, he could be on the back of some tries. Um, but, you know, I can, I can get around him for a sell. Now, here's one that is a playing 
round 17 number in Ezra Mann. Um, it's a real luxury trade if you're moving him out. I guess people want Dylan Brown and they may want a Jerome Hughes. If you're not a Heinz owner, of course you want these players. Um, but look, you know, his average score is 64. Um, look, the three-run average 50, five-run average of 64. Last week was his worst score of the year. It was a 36. He had a 36 the week before. Um, does the bench worry me? Look, I think they're so short on middles. I don't think that Gamble's going to come on in the halves. I think he might just go as like a roaming lock type stuff. So I don't think that Mam is going to come off the field. Um, look, you move him on after the bye, in my opinion. Opinion. Um, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to skip people like Dylan Brown this week because I'd love to have Dylan Brown instead of Cody Walker, but I've already got Cody Walker and I've already got Ezra Mam, and I'm not trading them out to get a Dylan Brown. I'm not going to go down one round thirteen uh, round seventeen player um, to get another one in. Although in the case of say Brown, you know he could go out and score a hundred, and Mam could go out and score a thirty. But there is a world where Mam goes out and scores a 70, 80, um, and you know so does Dylan Brown, and. And then it was a trade that you didn't need to make. Although Brown is probably holdable for the rest of the season. Um, look, if you if you were upgrading, I guess, to a Brown, a Hughes, a, you know, a, a Hines, I guess you could cut him early. But you're cutting someone who's playing this week, you know, uh, which is is surprising. You know, the break even is 61, which is a stretch for him. He, he could lose his first bit of money, but he's a number. And I would just hold him if, if, if that's what I'll be doing. Um, moving on, it's tell us how cooler number nine. He went out on a high note, didn't he? Um, to actually make a, a nice finish. You know, he wasn't the best cheapie. He'd get up to 600K. Um, but with the 100 he got last week, it, it was a really good game by him. And he finishes on a high note for me. He is going to be, you're going to be making him into paps. Uh, with the cash that I've got saved, and he's done a, de- a decent job for me to uh, at the end with that uh, ton to go up nicely in value. I think that's perfectly fine for a sell. Number ten on the list is Siasifa. Siasifa. I can't say it. Telekai. Um, 2.1 percent. I'm one of those 2.1 percent. Although I haven't pressed the trade button yet, I was holding on to Telekai. I I was. Because he was around 17, I was entertaining the idea that I could just hold him for the rest of the year. The Sharks have a nice run home. But look, you know, Talakai had a great year early on in the year with that big one, you know, he had a 108, a 59, a 114, a 165. What we've had since then, that was the 165 was in round seven against Manly when he murdered uh, poor old Morgan Harper. Since then, it's been 36, 50, 34, 43, 65, 79, 39, 54. That's enough of a block of scores that are not really, you know, It's uh, he's definitely sellable. I, I really think that, um, you know, with a base of 50, you know, like well, he, he, a low score of 50 is Targo. And if he gets a try, he's 80. I'm happy to hold him instead and move on Talakai. Obviously, it would be different if he was available for this round. He's done a good job this year, Talakai. He's perfectly holdable. I'm sure plenty of people will hold him. He'll be back next week and he'll be into the centers, um, you know, and look, what, what's the five round and the three round? Five round of 56 and a three round of 57. It's perfectly holdable, but for me, this week I can get a lane. I can get myself a Paps. Uh, those are two very quality players that I'm happy to hold to the end of the year. And I, I didn't, I see Sia Sifa Talakai as holdable or sellable. So look, the only one on the list I question really is Mam and Tedesco. Um, let's have a look at the traded in. Uh, number one, and rightly so, is Ryan Pappenhausen, 18%. He, he didn't even make his BE, but he went up in price. That's the little magic number in the background, guys. Depends on how the round goes for scores total um, to affect that. But he's costs a little bit more, 1.3K. What a bummer. We could have, look, he was looked like he was on track for a 40-point score before that last seven minutes. We could have got him for nice and cheap this week. I can still do it, and I am bringing him in. I don't think you are playing good super coach if you're not bringing in Ryan Pappenhausen this week. If you don't, if you go into this round and not you don't own Ryan Pappenhausen, I don't think you're playing the game right. You could get Latrell for three hundred and twenty k cheaper. Um, so if people don't want to bust their team apart to do it, um, look, they may be doing it, you know. But I just think that perhaps is. We, we were just waiting for Paps to come back and when was the right time to pull the trigger? Conservative approach was to wait a week because he had that big 140 BE. 
and those people that did have the you know the guts to bring him in get the benefit of that nice score last week and probably some nice green arrows. But you, we're not going to make that mistake again. Though I was hoping he'd go down in price. Thankfully, he hasn't got up too much. He didn't get a big two hundred something, uh, and I'm bringing him in, and I'm just going to run him for the rest of the year. Uh, this week, I think he's well. I mean, he'll be my vice captain. You know, he's just got such a big ceiling. I mean, Nico Hines accumulates points. Uh, you know, and I think if it was up against the West Tigers or something, you know, Nico has a big, big ceiling. Um, I just think that Pappenhausen, you know, he's an absolute, he's averaging 100, you know, like for the year. His average is 100 for the year. I know he's played limited games, but when you're averaging 100, you know, he's a must-have. And he can be the VC for me this year, uh, for this week. Um, Number two on the list is Latrell Mitchell. I'm not somebody who's going to be doing too much playing in the fullback uh, area. I'm going to be going, uh, you know, ma'am. I'm going to use ma'am next week after the buy and get him to Teddy and run home. But if you're going with Paps and Luttrell, I don't mind that either. It's a pod move. Um, 6.9% of people are bringing him in. He was only at 1%. So it's still really juicy areas for ownership. He cost 610000 He came back nicely last week. And South looked a heck of a lot better. Um, 99 points. Now, what I will say is that he has a hard draw coming home. A lot of people say he does well against the hard teams in his history um, and, you know, can sometimes score not as good against the poorer teams. They do have a hard draw home. All I'll say is that I don't think Souths are as good as they've been in the recent years. In 2021, 2020, I think Souths are a, a, a decent amount worse team than they were then. Uh, and, look, I just think, um, you know, I, I really think... Teddy for me is is where I want to go, but I I think you know you get him in. I think he can get you a hundred, you know, on the maybe semi regular. But I think you'll get a lot of eighty nineties, and he's not the worst. You get a you get a player in this week that is capable of turning up. I think the Souths they've lost some players, and Graham is a blow. He would have been available, but you've got Latrell and you've got Cody in that team. I think they'll still, um, you know, score plenty of points this week against the Newcastle Knights, and Latrell's going to, you know, slot over plenty of goals. He'll probably score. He'll probably turn up this week. So people are making the move. I don't mind it as a pod move. Um, Fanua Pole, he is six percent brought in. Uh, he has survived uh, on the bench there. I don't know. I, I mean, I think that uh, Jed Cartwright isn't he a better option? And the one that went in for the Broncos, Hosking. They're the perfect um, enough because Paul, he's probably on the bench there going to get li- – I know he was good last week. Um, that's probably why. He did, he did score okay. But you think um, with Tamu back, maybe the minutes aren't going to be there for him. And I could see possibly really low minutes and being an A nightmare. Like he could survive on that bench. Um, so if that's the case, I, I don't see him as – as good uh, as a Cartwright who is going to get good minutes this week. He's in the starting team and then he's going to be out of the team probably. I I just think when Murray, Arrow and that come back, that's uh, some big names back, well, some big players back in, um, you know, you could see Jed dropping out. Um, So I think he's the perfect sort of nuff, uh, you know, play for this week that's going to nuff off into the horizon. Whereas Pole, I don't think is as good. Um, Brandon Smith is number four. Four on the list. Look, the price is okay. 5.3% of people are doing it. Um, Look, I will give you something. I will say that he was pretty good last week in his 100th game. But look, that includes a try. 66 points from him. Uh, Look, let's have a look at the stuff before that. Uh, We'll we'll start from round 10. 28, 37, 54, 29, 25. It's just not a great year. And look, there are some 30-minute games in there. But there's some 60s and 50s in there as well in minutes. I don't think it's his great year, just mainly because I think teams are um, onto him about his little darts for tries, and he's got a lot less tries this year. But, look, it's not a huge risk, is it? Because he's only 353K, so the price is right. Um, Look, I just think... Oh, go and ask your friends who have been a Brandon Smith owner. They're probably okay with this week because he's named to start in hooker. They're probably like, fine, I'll have him. But I've been very underwhelmed with him this year and I regret buying him. You know, that's what you'll probably hear off those people that have been owners of Brandon Smith. It's been a very deflating year, you know, for 
owners who had expected a little bit more. I always thought that Harry Grant was going to get big minutes in the nine, uh, but I thought that, you know, Brandon had played pretty good minutes, 50, 60 minutes as the lock, uh, you know, or Ed Spelling, maybe Harry, you know, for a few minutes in hooker. But it hasn't been the case, and he's been pretty average this year. But, again, not a huge risk on the old price. And for this week's play, it'll be fine. I I prefer... um, I know uh, Nelson, personally. Uh, Alex Johnson is number five on the list. Look, he cost you nearly 700K. He's 695,800. Wow, he's expensive. But he's up against the Knights. I could see him turning up again. Let's have a look at his... I mean, wow. You get Alex Johnson on the run uh, since round 10. 103, 54, 114, 114, a 31, and a 111 last week. That is unbelievable. You know, he's a ton getter. And if South score points, and I think they will do that this week, he's going to be on the end of it. I think you can hold him for the rest of the year for sure uh, and play him on matchups for sure. Um, but the thing is, he costs an absolute mozza. He costs a mozza, 695000 Um I mean, I'm, I'm buying Lane, aren't I? You know, I, I mean, uh, how much is Lane? I'll have to have a look. Where are you, Lane? You know, I could possibly get the funds and go uh, an Alex Johnston instead. You know, maybe. But, you know, you'd be forking it out if you did. Uh, Isaiah Tass, number six on the list. His uh, role in the team is being greatly enhanced. We hear that Campbell Graham, six to eight weeks. I think that Tass looked very good last week. And he's into the team. I think he'll probably have a good life in that team now for the rest of the year. Um, and look, you know, if if they're scoring well, Sales, I know they've got a hard, hardish run, but he only cost you 314000 Um it was a real bonus that he got him last, you know, the people that had had him, but he was, he went, what did he go up last week? He went up 70K. So he's going to cost you a bit more than he was. I don't know. Uh, you know, for me, I'm getting sort of keepers and he, I don't know if Tass is going to be a keeper, but if you, if you need the funds, that's why people are grabbing Brandon Smith and the, you've got the funds now. And I think the job security is very good. Um, look, Joe O is having a pretty good year. He's, he's 598,000. He's made 200 K. He's been very, good he's, he's an uber 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 pod um joe 2.3% of people are bringing him in this week and he's 5% owned before that um the scoring has been very good i mean i never would have thought i'd be saying this about joe who really hasn't really <laughs> looked to me like a a great super coach sort of guy um look over the last 5 weeks 88 55 83 55 87 last week i don't mind him um this week as a play i think he'll go out and get you anywhere between 50 and 80 uh, somewhere in there this week um, and the scoring has been pretty good you know from him I don't mind it uh, he's going to be a nice pod and look people are probably you yeah, I don't know you people who are selling Hass, I don't mind that to Joe um, Shannon Harris he's number eight on the list 2.1 percent people are nothing you need to nuff um, look the thing about him is is Sekiro forward settling jewel which is really handy if you've got Targo and Talakai, these kind of players. Um, but look, if you want someone who who's enough and a bottom pricer, you know, go one of these other ones that's been named in uh, Hosking or Jed Cartwright. You'll get a score this week, you know, out of them. Uh, but, you know, if you really need the duality and the movable, you know, center wing, second row forward, uh, fine. You know, fine. I've, I'm okay with it. Um, look, number nine is Nelson Asafa Solabona. Front row, second row, forward jewel is 2.1% people bringing him in. I actually like, I mean, if you're bringing in Brandon Smith in the second row, I would probably prefer Nelson. You know, his three-round average is 45, yes. Um, the five-round average is 47. That's probably better than uh, Brandon Smith. Um, but look, he, he when he gets reasonable, he gets 20 minutes sometimes. But last week it was 45. I think he's going to play good minutes. Um, you know, probably, well, definitely this week. And then probably, I reckon, the minutes will improve as the year finishes off. So if he gets 40 minutes, he'll get you 55. That's the that's Nelson. Um, so I think if he gets 50 minutes this week, he'll score you 65. Um, he's got... A nice his break even is, is a 10. So if he goes and scores a 60 this week, um, you know, he's going to make a bit of money. Look, I am only saying that as a – I mean, I much prefer Joe O, but Joe O is 598, you know, and Nelson is 385. So 353 for Ke- uh, Brandon Smith, you know, um, 385 for Nelson. I don't mind Nelson as a little sneaky try-getter this week as well. Um 
Number 10 on the list is Tread Peoples. Why are you bringing him in? He's enough. He's a genuine enough, but bring in one of these other ones in Jed and um, or Hosking. They're going to play this week and then they'll, they'll you know, move on out into the uh, distance, you know, and, and be enough for you for the rest of the year. Um, look, let's go over the names of players that I do like. There's some high price ones and you can't have them all. Um, I like Paps, obviously, is the number one trading target. If you were someone who didn't own Nico, I think you should get Nico. Um, look, IPAP is a top option. Look, it was his lowest score of the year last week. So I don't know if you you prioritize him this week, but I'm, I'm certainly glad to own him uh, this week. Um, look, you've got Dylan Brown and Hughes. We see people moving on around. 17 option in uh, NAM, um, but I think that Hughes and Brown are a level up for sure. And you can hold both of those guys. They're like run-home quality guys. Um, Trell, we saw him on the list there. I think he is a premium. You know, I think he's up in the upper echelon of fullbacks. I can see him sort of averaging 90s, or 80 or 90s or for the run home. And, and look, you know, it's a pod move this week. I think he'll rip heads off this week. I, th- I see him just getting enormous score this week, personally. Um, Maddo, now look, I floated the idea of a lane instead of Maddo, but look, Maddo's averaging 70 for the year. Hopefully, <laughs> Maddo, you know, the minutes are reduced. He is injured. Hopefully, he's recovered enough. I'm not going to sell Maddo because I owned him before this. Um, but look, I would probably, if I didn't own Maddo or Lane or any of these guys, I would be picking up Lane. He's been playing 80 minutes. He's got a good combo with um, Dylan Brown, and I would grab him instead of Maddo. But look, Maddo's having a good year. It's just I'll grab a fully fit um, Lane instead of a you know an injured. You know, was in doubt for this week. So I heard some rumors he was going to be three weeks, um, and there's a definite chance of limited minutes. Um, so there, oh, that's my point on that. Um, Bulatalo, expensive, yes, um, but he, I think the Sharks' run home is good, and he's up attacking upside player. He has got some glue hands inside him though, but. You know, uh, I, I've got him. I'm happy with him. Um, AJ, four tons out of the last six. I mean, if they're scoring, he's scoring tries, and he's it costs you a fortune. Six hundred eighty-five, six ninety-five, but he will. I reckon he'll turn up this week. So I'm going to put him in there. Katoa, he's been good. I think he's when I I went Mulatalo instead of Katoa. I think Katoa slightly outscored him, and he's you know I don't mind him um, as a player. I think he's you know he gets over for a try most games, and I think he. Um, you know, I think he's a good one that you could hold till the end. Um, look, Moses wasn't a good score last week. Uh, and I'll say Gutho as well, who's going to be released from uh, Origin. The price may be the thing that gets you them because you can't buy all of these 700, 800, and a PAPS for 900. You don't have unlimited funds. I think that these guys are perfectly fine. If you want to go Latrell, fine. If you want to go a Gutho, fine. You know, in your fullback, if you've got those trades and you're going to use them and move them on, um, maybe people are going to hold Latrell. I don't know if I'd want to hold Gutho to the end, um, but you could if you wanted to, I guess. And Moses, you know, Moses Brown Hughes. For me, I like Hughes and Brown more. I'd probably grab Hughes before Moses, but Moses, um, you know, the price is a little better for you. So, you know, I wouldn't begrudge anyone grabbing him. Oh, he's had a pretty good year, to be fair. And last week was a game that was going to probably put people off him because um, it was a low one, but I, he's actually scored much better than that for the year. Um, Clemmer and Offengawi, I don't mind in the front row. Clem's having a really good year and under the radar, um, and he's scoring well. Clem is on, and so is Joe O. Um, look, 598, What what is Clem at? I don't know. I haven't got him on my list price-wise, but I think he's a decent enough option to bring in in your front row. If you're moving on a Haas, you know, I don't mind you know, Clem. He's, you look at his scores in the last five weeks. They're pretty good, and for the whole year as well. Um, look, Lane, I do like Lane. Um, I'm treating myself by selling Talakai this week to get in a nice premium. I could probably afford Alex Johnston. Would you uh, would you prefer Alex Johnston with the ceiling over Lane? Look, Lane, he can get an 80, you know, and he can get over for a try as well. And, I mean, he won't get a low 15, you know, and as well. Um, so, look, I guess I'm trying to play it a little bit safer, but, oh, yeah. I mean, look, Alex Johnston definitely has a better ceiling, doesn't he? Um, look, Oates. <laughs> I'm floating Oates because he's been really good. What did he score last week, Corey Oates, uh, but he's he's pretty good. He cost you six five hundred forty three thousand. He scored a ninety nine last week. Let's have a look at him. 
he's been good. Um, uh, I was surprised that he didn't actually jag a uh, you know an origin spot, but he's been good. Um, the last five weeks for him, uh, 66.8 average, which is really great in the centers. Um, 67.3 over the last three rounds. His last five weeks, oh, look at him since round 10. 94, 77, 55, 33, 70, and 99. If you scrap out that 33, that's really elite the rest of it. So he only costs you 543. I mean, if you can't, if you can't afford an Alex Johnston, maybe you go, you know, a Corey Oates. Um, but I, cause you know, those scores, if you look at those scores, you know, he is a decent enough buy. Um, look, some of the ones, no, that's, that's my ones I'm keen on. I think that those are premiums that you can target for this week. Some that I'm not super keen on. Uh, look, Lomax is an option. I'm not super keen on on him. Um, I just don't know how many dragons I want to bring in uh, personally. And his average isn't sort of 67, you know, heading up towards the 70. I think it's a tick over 600, isn't uh, over 60 for the for the year. So I'm not cold on him, but I'm not I'm not hot, you know, either. Um, look, I'm not. Uh, 100% keen on Barney. Yeah, I think the troops are sort of coming back for the Knights. And look, you want Barnett getting 60 minutes, you know, and I don't know if he's going to get that, unfortunately. I've got him and I'll, you know, I'll I'll have him as a number this week. But I don't know if I'd be keen to buy him. Um, look, Kaloa Matangi is one I probably haven't been overly keen on either. It was a 58 from Kaloa Matangi last uh, week. He's 503,000, which is quite affordable. The three-round average is 60. You know, the five-round average is 53. And that's not anything to be too excited about. But look, the last three have been 69, 55, 58. We know he can go over for tries. Latrell's back in the team. I don't mind it as a light punt, but I'm not I'm not keen on it. You know, I I went with Barnett uh, for a safety sort of pick. Maybe I should go, AJ, get a couple of risky ones. But I, I just think, um, you know, Kaloma Tungy and, and, you know, uh, Bunny, you know they haven't scored enough to be, you know, to be too scared of them. But in that, when those bunnies are humming, you know, you know the Kalobatangi can go for tries. Um, look, people, I wouldn't be. I mean, we saw Ma'am on the buy, on the sell list, yeah. But I've seen some people buying him as well. I think his time is coming to an end for you as a cheapie. Um, so I wouldn't be buying him, and I'm not keen on that, even though the price is affordable. Um, Stags. He's available this week, and I'm not keen on Stags. Um, look, his average is 48 for the year. I just think he's not. I think he's a he's a myth. You know, I really do. That's not to say that he won't go out this week and absolutely bust tackles and score two tries. He's got an 80, 90, 100 in him. He's got a couple of tons this year. If you have um, held on to him, I think there's a you just hold on and cross your fingers this week that that is a good game for you. Last week it was like what 19. Um, so if you own him. You, you, you keep him for this week and then you reassess next week. I don't know if I'd be buying him. I really don't. I mean, I'd rather just buy um, Tass. <laughs> I'd rather buy Tass in that Rabbitohs team on this week's matchup, you know, to at least score a, a try or two, you know, a better chance of tries. Um, look, there's others in there. McInnes, I don't like it because he's back on the bench. If you had him, obviously, like me and Randall, he's on the bench. Randall's got someone on the bench that's going to take minutes off him. We just get one more week out of it. I don't think you can hold him for the rest of the year. Um, look, I said I'm, you know, I had Nas in there that I'm not keen on that. If you have trades, because I think you could do a short-term play of Nas and you might want to move him on, or if he's your third front rower, I guess, um, you could hold him for the rest of the year. But there's a chance that it goes back. We've seen him get 20 minutes. So when they're at full strength, you know, he could go back to 20 minutes. So I would really only do it if you had a trade, if, if there was a chance, way that you could move him out. Um, Suli, look, I think Suli is a good footballer and I like the look of him. He's a big lump of a thing. And look, he strolled over through you know, the Raiders last week. What did he score, Suli? He scored a 70 last week, which is, you know, it's not the worst. His three-round average is 70 points. You know, his, his five-round average is 56. So he's war, He's doing it at the right end. The last three have been 82, 60, and 70. The thing about him is he's, you know, the lowest score of the year is a 29. You know, he's got a 30, a 40, 45. So if it's not great, it's a 40, you know, probably. And if it is good, it's an 80. You know, so I, I, I don't... Hate it because he costs you 507, but we look at other players that are five. I mean, you know, 
I guess it's 195, isn't it? I keep I keep gravitating back to what Alex Johnston with a ceiling. Um, look, but Sully was good last week, and he's been good for the last three weeks. We can say that much. Um, Moylan, I had a few people say, yeah. Look, I'll tell you what. One thing about Moylan is he'll 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 command a lot of ball. And he won't pass it. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, is it? I, I'm going to be having a Heinz. Um, Cleary, I'm going to have, um, you know, probably a Munster and someone. It could be Dylan Brown, even though I'm not getting in this week. Or, or you know, I'm going to have four quality halves. I mean, and do you see Moylan as that? Look, the Sharks do have an easy draw. Yes, Moylan is a hog. <laughs> but he's having a pretty good year. But I'm, I'm just not, oh, look, I'm not courageous enough to do it. Um, that's it on my ones that I'm not feeling superb on. Um, look, let's go over to... Um, the mids uh, and the cheapies that uh, I think you could get into your team. Um, number one is Sevo. Look, Sevo hasn't set the world alight, but we kind of if you it's a cut price, Alex Johnston. You know, if the eels hum and they get over, we know that ceiling he's a ceiling player. He can get over for multiple tries. What's the price on Sevo? I'll have to filter in here, get him. Um, and we'll we'll see if 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 I like him for this year. Sevo is four hundred and fifty nine thousand eight hundred, so the price is not going to break the bank. But look, I mean, he scored a nineteen last week. We uh, he's been back for three games. We've had a thirty two, a seventy eight, and a nineteen. Ooh, so you know it's it rocks and diamonds. And I think Sevo has always been rocks and diamonds. What we will say is that the next three weeks, probably a pretty good West Tigers, New Zealand into a Broncos, you know, the Eels, uh, you know, uh, you could take a punt uh, on him um, that he's going to get over this week for some tries. You know, we know we've seen Sevo get a go on these runs. He's kind of like um, Alex Johnson. You get on him at these, at the right time, he can get up to 600 plus K and we haven't seen anything to be excited by so far. But as a punt against the West Tigers, I don't. I, yeah, I'm not going to say it's it's risky, but it's it could pay, just pay off. Um, look, I don't love the cheese, but I understand the price and and why people are doing it. Um, you know, and this week, you know, it could be a this week play. He's definitely going to get good minutes, probably in hooker. Um, Daniel Safiti, um, he is back in the team. He's at a good price. If you're looking to get cash, say you're moving on a Haas and you've got two solid front rowers or you're cashing in on Max King, I don't know. I guess you could bank the cash going down to a Dan Safiti. We know that what he's capable of, 60 type average, and the, he's definitely unders on the price. Um, look, if you're looking for a cut price safe option, Garner, he's sort of in the same ilk as Koloa Matangi and Barnett, and you know Garner's got the jewel as well. Um, the thing is, I probably think Lowell Matungi definitely has the better ceiling. Obviously, on the back of, of that uh, South backline, when they're hum- well, the South team when they're humming, he does get some tries. Um, but Garner's definitely a, you know an option um, for for teams. Frizzell, uh, he gets eighty minutes. You know, people say, should I get Frizzell or should I get Barnett? Well, Barnett could get forty minutes, and if someone's going to get eighty minutes in the team, it's going to be Frizzell. Um, Tass, look, he costs you 300k. I think the job security is quite good. Um, you know, <laughs> I, I just, you know, I, I don't know. If you're getting, if you're like me and you're getting Lane, Pappenhausen, and you've got enough left for Tass, fine. But I, I just think, um, you know, you could, if you've got the jewels and you can move it around, grab one of these cheap, cheapest chips ones, it's going to become enough. But look, he's, Job security is fair enough. Um, look, Kennedy, he we we know that he had those minus scores in there, um, but he's come good. I don't know if you want to sack. He's fullback only, so I don't know if you want to fluff around with that at the price. Now I'd probably just go Latrell instead. Um, but you know, it's if you if you if the money's not working out for you, and you look at his last few weeks. Well, since he came back from those minus games, he's been quite good. If you're resigned to not having a Quality, you know, a Heinz, a Pappenhaus, and a Teddy, you know, and a Latrell, I guess, for the run home, and you wanted to go a cut price one, the Sharks draw finishes off the season really nicely. Um, and, you know, I think he's a decent, I think he's, you know, a decent enough scorer. Um, look, people are bringing in Edric Lee, the big 187 last week. Look, it is a financial thing, I think. I could see you go out and get a 20 this week, um, but people are doing it if they've got. Decent enough trades with that 170 in his rolling average. 
you know, you could do worse. He's got a minus 59 break even. I, I think Souths are probably too good for him. All the scores outside of that 172 last week. Let's have a look at them. 38, 46, 19, 12, 60, 22, 49, 63, 51, 172. Um, so it's 50-50. It'll be really low or it'll be you know, half decent. If you get another 170 out of him, I'll shave off both my eyebrows. Um, but look, the break-even is minus 59. People are saying to me, I'm going to get him. I'm going to get the price rises over the coming weeks. The, the Knights have got St. George into Para into... Oh, sorry, no. They've got um, Souths into Manly into Sydney. Roosters into Bulldogs, West Tigers. You know, if you want to flip the ghost switch on the money-making to a Brian Toto or something for the run home, if you've got the trades, you know, go ahead for it. Um, you know, if but it's... I wouldn't do it, <laughs> personally. I don't have the spare trades to do it. Um, look, cheap. I think Jed Cartwright looks like he's the guy. Um, you know, it's it's he's starting in the second row in that team for this week, and then he'll ride off into the sunset. Hosking, you know, he's bottom price cheapy. Let's have a look at those two guys. All right, so look, Jed is the guy for me. He's I didn't know for sure. I thought he might have been dual, and he is. He's second row forward center wing. So he's the... He, I mean, don't bring in... Um, old mate Penrith Panther, you know, because you might as well just grab Jed Cartwright because you're going to get a score out of him this week. Um, so I, I, I'm saying to everyone, bring in Jed Cartwright this week. Um, don't bring in uh, Harris because <laughs> you got to spend an extra 30K. You get the same jewel. He's starting second row for the South City Rabbitohs against the West Tigers this week. Slam dunk. Look, if the, you are really tight for cash, you could go old mate um I don't even think he's been added to the game, has he? But hopefully they do. They've got to add him in by the end of this round. He'll be bottom price cheapy. They'll probably be make him second row forward only. The guys at Supercoach, but I just think pay the extra 30. Grab yourself a Jed. Hopefully he gets good minutes this week. Gets over for a try. He's got the handy duel nevertheless. And when he becomes enough for the rest of the year, you can move him between your second row forward and your... Uh, and your second and your and your center wing, so he's perfect for me. Um, look, my numbers for oh, this. We'll finish the show with this. It's a bit of a longer one, but it's an all important buy round. My numbers for the round are going to be twelve. Um, look, I'm okay with that. I, I think you know I could ten is probably a borderline, but low 11, 12, 13, I think it's more than acceptable. Some people have purposely targeted this round very hard. But I would imagine that they've probably got a Talakai, a Graham, you know, they had a Peoples. There's, no one's going to be probably untouched from something happening to their team. Um, my numbers, Randall is not a premium, is he? Because he's going to be a minute share. I was hoping for 80 minutes and 60 points out of him. I'll probably get 40 minutes now and maybe 35, 40 if I'm lucky um, this week, which is a real blow. IPAP. Uh, Maddo, I'm going to bring in Lane, obviously. I've got Maddo, Lane, Barney, and Jed Cartwright in my second row. My halves are going to be Mam and Cody Walker this week. I would prefer it to be Brown, but I'm not going to sell Mam and I'm not going to sell Walker. I'm going to be selling people who are not round 17 people, and I'm going to bring in round 17 people. If I were to sell um, Mam, I'd have 11 for the round. You may say, you know, well, you know, you get Dylan Brown, you can hold him for the rest of the year, and you'll probably score 70 points more than Mam this week. Well, you can do that. You know, if you're if you're braver than me, um, I'm going to do it this way. Um, into the uh, centers, I've got Mulatalo and I've got Anderson, who's survived. Um, and, and, you know, he's obviously... I mean, look, the first two games were better than that. Hopefully Melbourne ban- bounced back enough. I mean, I want Hines to do well, um, but I want something out of Grant as well, or out of Anderson as well. Um, in the fullback, I'm going to have Hines and I'm going to have Paps. You know, I've got Hines in my fullback. It'd be perfect if he was up in the half um, back spot because I could, I would love, um, oh, no, because they're playing each other, aren't they? So you've got to pick one or the other <laughs> for your VC. They will be the popular VCs um, for the week. And, you know, I think perhaps averaging 100, you know, Nico's, you know, you got a 90. He's averaging really well as well. I just think um, Hughes, Pappenhausen, you know, Cheese. I just think there's enough there that Pappenhausen will be all the better for the run last week. And, oh, that's seven minutes. When you see what he can do in seven minutes, imagine if he's a little bit, you know, imagine if he plays 80 minutes and he's, and he's better for that run last week. Um, I really like Paps. Um, 
I really like Paps this week for a VC. But you could go Hines if you like. Um, look, I think you could captain uh, one of your South's players. Look, the, there's not a lot... You know, if you had a Cody Walker, would you be courageous enough to um, captain? No. Um, I think you've got to find your captain probably from the Eels game. If you're a Dylan Brown owner, you're an IPAP owner, I don't know if I'd captain Matto coming back from an injury. You could take be a real cheeky one and go on um, Lane. I don't mind any of the power players. Yeah, so look, it's a VC from that Sharks-Melbourne game. It's a free look at it this week. I want to go Pappenhausen VC into probably an IPAP captain, I think. Just the safety of him. He had a low game last week. Um, yeah, that's my. That's how I'm going to do it. Uh, but if I had Dylan Brown, I'd probably captain Dylan Brown. Um, thanks, guys, for listening. It's a really important round. Hopefully you see green arrows and uh, love you all long time. I'll talk to you uh, on Sunday night. <laughs> this is not my specialty at all, but it's a request. So I'm going to give it one attempt and we'll see how it comes out, eh? To the one, to the flam, boy, your temper just toss that ham in the frying pan like spam. Get done when I come and slam, damn. Feel like son of Sam. Don't make me wreck, peck, 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 peck. Through the check like me, going like General Electric. Yeah, the lights are blinking, I'm thinking. So when I go at drinking, oh, making my mind slow. That's why I don't go with the big 4-0, bro. Maintain, cause I like me, yeah.